Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to have a very inspirational conversation with Stephen Brown from New Jersey. Stephen, while he was in high school, worked and saved money, worked and saved money, worked and saved $30,000. That's right, $30,000 in high school, in our social media generation. He wasn't off, you know, goofing around, fooling around. In vanity, the man went to work and saved his money. He then took part of that money and started his lawn care and landscaping business. And uh, he's going to share that story with us today. Thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. If you guys want to become a professional hardscaper, check out the resources that Caleb has available at the Hardscape Academy. Also, we have about 10 more days, a little less than that, to enter into the prize of $5,000 shopping spree at the GIE Plus Expo 2020. I'm going to be chatting with Chris Kaiser in about a week from now, and uh, sure he'll have some updates for us on the trade show. Now, if you want to be entered for the $5,000 shopping spree, you do need to have your registration in by July 24th. And if you use the promo code Paul, when you register, you will get yourself 50% off that registration and also be eligible for the $5,000 shopping spree. And now Marty's going to share a little bit about our brand new e-course. Hey guys, it's Marty from the Green Industry Podcast team. You know me best as Mr. Producer. Over the years, Paul has dropped some serious intel on how to own and operate a profitable lawn care business. He literally has hundreds of hours of pro tips available on the podcast, but we know you need to get up to speed in a hurry. Your time's valuable and working smarter makes sense, especially when there's bills to pay and a family that I know wants to spend time with you. This is why I recently encouraged Paul to create an intensive video course. Now you can get trained and equipped to build a successful business in the green industry through watching his informative, simple to understand, step-by-step instructional videos. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com, click on the e-course tab, or tap that link in the podcast description. For a limited time special price of $97, you'll learn how to launch your business, properly manage the business's finances, how to set up your equipment for efficiency, price your services correctly, marketing strategies, and so much more. We, we can't keep the price at $97, but we wanted to make it affordable to you, our podcast listeners, just to say thanks for listening to the show. Just think now of all that you're going to be able to do with the extra time you're going to have because you made the smart choice to spend $97 and have Paul walk you through what took him a decade to master. Smash the link in the show notes, start making money, and move to the head of the class. That was my big quarantine project. I For about two years, I was like, I want to make an e-course that guys that are, you know, in their first few years can dot the I's, cross the T's, make sure everything is running and operating the way it should be. And my schedule has just been popping the last couple of years. And when the quarantine hit and I had just a little bit extra time, I was able to bang that out this spring. So hope that you enjoy that e-course and that link is in today's show notes. Well, without further ado, here's my inspiring conversation with Stephen Brown from New Jersey.
All right, guys, today we're going to chat with Stephen Brown from New Jersey. He is in his first year, full-time, 19-year-old kid. Stephen, thanks for joining the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to hearing your story. You worked, I think, for a year for a landscaping company, kind of learned the ropes, graduated high school, and you're like, I'm going to just do my business full-time. So tell us a little bit of the backstory. Yeah, so it was actually a little bit more than one year I was working for another company. You know, like I said, it was... uh, it felt pretty dead endish to me that I, I didn't really have room to grow in the company. And I really just wanted to do something for myself. I knew that if I went on my own, that I would be a lot more successful. You know, I'd have, you know, I'd be able to make a lot more connections to a lot more friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I decided to pull the trigger on that you know, about two years after working for that company. I graduated high school. I knew that, you know, I was starting to get a little bit older and, uh, I think, I was starting to realize that I could handle a little bit more workload by myself just due, just due to the maturity that you gain after graduating high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to finally pull the trigger. I did it. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of did it and never looked back again. And it's the best decision I've ever made in my life. So now you're in the summertime of your first year. How many properties are you maintaining? Um, and right now I have 35 uh, weekly accounts for mowing. And then you, you obviously get to hear in there. Uh, accounts that want you know landscape work done too okay so, i'm not too familiar with new jersey what kind of grass do you guys have up there oh well we pretty much have pretty much have everything up here um you get a mix between you know you get your crabgrass lawns and stuff um and then you get your chemically treated you know fescue you know lawns like that thicker grass um Nothing like St. Augustine, though. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> tell, in Florida have it a lot harder up there. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how, you know, a teenager and uh, you graduate high school, how did you accumulate a mower, weed eater, blower, truck, trailer? I mean, that's a lot of money to, to get well, started. What What's your equipment set up and how in the world did you financially afford to, to get enough well, equipment that you can run your business? And I think that's where the story actually gets pretty unique is, um, so I've always been one to, to, to be very, very frugal with my money. <laughs> um, and I, I've always pretty much saved everything. You know, what did I have money? What did I have to spend my money on in high school anyway? You know, it's, you know, driving to work. That's pretty much the only thing I was spending money on. Mm-hmm. So I, I really did rack up quite a bit of money when I was in high school. And, and that's also what made me a little bit more comfortable with being like, okay, this is, this, it's time to take the next step, you know, go on my own. I have, the, I have the money to do it. Why won't I? How much money and did you save up um, as a high school student? About about thirty grand. How much? About thirty grand. Do you hear that, Marty? Thirty grand as a high school kid. I worked. I worked uh, pretty much. A, you know, as soon as the day was over school, all the way up until ten, eleven p.m. Some nights doing like part time work during the school year. Come on, Stephen. You know? Most high school kids flop whoppers and then spend the money on stupid stuff. You you <laughs> worked. It diligently and saved am i hearing you right thirty thousand dollars in high school yep come on yep. marty's back yep. there my producer shaking his head what i, I i'm not i'm assuming marty your uh high school career was a little different route huh uh you got marty laughing he's a 55 year old fella but uh he has <laughs> quite the story so that's impressive man so now thirty thousand dollars how'd you parlay that into the foundation of your business Way to go. So Stephen. I think you're going to find this pretty funny. Is actually, I didn't use much of that money to buy my equipment. Um, I knew that, you know, even though I had that money, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really into like the whole credit card idea yet. You know, I was still a little bit afraid of, you know, 
really getting into, you know, getting a credit card. And then now I have bills that I have to pay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just thought, let me, let me start off my business. Cause you know, you never know. You're, you're kind of dipping your toes in the water. I was just like, let me start off with some equipment that, you know, it's going to, is going to get me by for my first year. Yeah. Are you, hey, Steven, are you talking directly into your phone? Or are you talking through a Bluetooth or you're cutting out a little directly bit? Directly through, through my phone. Should okay. I pull away a little bit? No, no, no. Just, just make sure your mouth's right in front of the phone so these guys can hear you. Because when oh, yeah, folks I listen, apologize. they're they're always on their you know lawnmower, or Bobcat, and it's so loud. We just need to make sure the audio is crisp <laughs> as possible so is these this, guys can. Is this better? Yeah, that's better. I just want to make sure we could hear everything you're saying with that New Jersey accent. So, okay, so so you're talking, telling us about the thirty thousand and how you acquired your equipment. Yeah, so I kind of just thought. Let me dip my toes in the water here and not go out and buy like, you know, a brand new lawnmower yet or anything. Let me just get me my, myself some equipment that'll get me by for my first year, maybe year and a half. And then I'll start looking into, you know, getting some better equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did was the first place I went, and I'm sure a lot of other, other, you know, other guys have went, is Facebook Marketplace. You know, mm-hmm. eBay, Facebook Marketplace, websites, just look for, you know, just keep your eyes open for equipment. You know what I mean? Um, and what I found actually is I found a, you know, this is my first zero club was a 54 inch, uh, you know, uh, I think it's a, it's a Lesco with 600 hours on it. And it okay. was only ever used residentially. Mm-hmm. And the guy wanted 1600 bucks for it. And I went up there and it was all the way in Pennsylvania, went up there, looked at it, you know, 1600 bucks. I was like, what do I really have to lose buying a zero club that's pretty much in mint condition for $1,600? I'm never going to find this again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the truck that I had, I already had a Ford F-150, which was good enough for me to get started with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kept that truck. Um, and then I, I went out and bought a 1500 uh, little utility trailer. Mm-hmm. And that that was more than good enough for me to start out my, my company with. So you got an um, F-150, a 54-inch Lesco, well, and what kind yeah, of trailer? Well, You're cutting out a little bit. It's just a little, it's a little utility trailer. I think it's a 10-footer. Okay. Little five by ten. Actually, what? Yeah, so a little five by ten trailer, probably. It's a little, uh, five and a half or six by ten or something. Okay. Yeah, it's good enough. Then what do you do, you do for it, the weed eater and blower and, and hedge trimmer and all that jazz? Uh, you know, with the weed eater, I went with the classic. Go out and buy that Echo. You know, whatever two twenty SRM two twenty five. You know, the big box. Mm-hmm. You know, weed eater that you know a lot of guys start out with. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I, I ran nothing a little too hard this year. And, you know, it's, it, it's kind of in retirement now. All but. Right. <laughs> Get you an Echo 2620, man. Those those weed eaters are durable that's, and strong. That's actually what I was uh, probably going to be purchasing this weekend or uh, this week. Yeah. Echo yep. 2620. That's, that's what we use. Good, good weed eater right there. So how did yep. you convince 35 people to hire this 19-year-old kid? Uh, to, to do their lawn when you got all these big companies with, you know, big trucks and reputations and all that. And here you come, um, you know, how'd you get those first 35 clients? And, you know, I, I was trying to, and that's, and that was the hardest part of When trying to convince people to hire you when you didn't really have much, you know, much of your own work to show for yourself. Um, but I, I remember getting my, my first customer. Um, somebody actually was, it was my, uh, my, my cousin, my cousin's wife, my cousin's fiance at the time, she actually recommended me in, in a little like group that we have for, you know, our town. 
and my first customer called me. I walked over there, you know, or I drove over there. Um, and, and I really did. I, 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 I dressed up nice and everything to make myself look as professional as possible. You know, collared shirt, khaki pants, and then a pair of boots. Because I really wanted that customer to just like my appearance. The, the, the professionalism I felt like was, was almost enough for me to convince somebody to be my first customer, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you know what, they hired me. And from there, I, I don't know really what happened, but it, I just, from there, I, I was getting phone calls like it was nothing, you know? And it's, and then once I started having work to show for myself and I built a website, I uh, built a Facebook account, an Instagram account, from there, it just became people were calling me. You know, it was it was almost like, oh my god, I don't even have to answer my phone anymore. I I have more work than I ever need. Awesome. So, is this? Are you driving all around New Jersey, or you got a kind of a route density in a few neighborhoods, or what? What's kind oh, of the um, flow? Um, I I try to stay local to my town just because I I don't really like I don't really like driving too far. I'd rather be able to, you know, fit more work in a day than, you know, be driving around. So I'm, I'm pretty much staying within like a, a 20 minute, 25 minute radius of my house. Mm-hmm. So what's your goals for the future? Do you want to stay solo or you want to bring on an employee? Do you want to grow? Do you want to stay with the size of the company is now? Do you want to add in landscape enhancements? What's kind of your game plan moving forward? You know, I, I haven't really, you know, been a hundred percent on what I want to do yet, but, um, somebody that, you know, I've, I've really paid attention to and how they built their company is, is Brian's lawn maintenance. Mm-hmm. I know you've, uh, you, you, you know, you've talked to him a few times. A few times. Um, and he, he's got, he's got his, you know, one, one everyday helper with him. And I, I kind of like that. You know, I, I want one guy that I can count on to be there every day, you know, to be there to help me, you know, if they're going to be out one day, they're going to let me know in advance. Um, I just want that one helper that is going to be loyal to me and, you know, I'll treat them well. Yeah. Well, definitely do your due diligence to, to find out, you know, New Jersey laws with hiring an employee and, and the payroll taxes with that employee oh, yeah. and, and dotting your I's, taxing, crossing your T's and getting, you know, uh, professionals around you that can help you with that first hire because Brian's a very, very sharp fella. He, he runs a couple of very successful businesses and he makes it look easy, kind of like an athlete like LeBron James. You watch him play basketball and you're like, man, it's, you know, just, it's, it's like effortless. And, uh, but I will tell you as someone who's done this for 10 years and has you know, talked with countless people all over the world, finding a good employee in lawn maintenance is very challenging. And so he, you know, we watch Brian's videos and it's like, oh man, they're having a great time. And the guy shows up to work and they bang out the work and do a good job. And uh, so some of these other guys, I watch uh, Johnny, Johnny down in uh, Savannah, Georgia, he's got his guy, I think his name's Q or something. And uh, you know, there's, they're a solid team. And then you got all these people like Savannah and, um, Sean that are, you know, a husband wife couple. And we watch all these videos and they make it look so easy. But the reality is those guys are very excellent at business. And uh, it's, it's, it's not as easy as they make it look uh, finding that person. So I, I think that's the most important part of your business, um, Stephen, is getting that good right hand man and, and building that foundation. That would be fabulous if you can find that person. And, um, treat and like- that's what I've realized. That's, 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 and in all honesty, for me to take it to the next level, you know, take on, instead of doing these 35 clients, you know, be able to take on those 60 clients next year. And I need, I need one solid guy. And I feel like that's, 
that's a lot of companies' challenges is finding that one solid guy yeah. that is going to be there every day. You yeah. know, they're and not going to bail on you. Keep listening to Brian's podcast and my podcast and, and learning because as you as you build this thing, I remember being 19 years old once, man. I thought I knew it all when I was 19. I knew nothing. <laughs> but uh, your pricing is going to be so important because as you're going to find out in years ahead, and when I was in my first year, I was clueless to all this, but the actual operating cost of running a business is so much more than than you could imagine when you have uh, payroll taxes and you have insurances and, and all kind of things are going to start creeping up and adding up. And then you start paying an employee, you're going to have to pay him a lot to keep him so he doesn't go get a job in the air conditioning. I mean, you know, to, to convince someone to come to work and sweat all day and work in the elements, you know, you, you got to pay him good. And then, so what I'm saying is you got to know those, those numbers and, and charge your customers accordingly. Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 21st with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James Tavridis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 21st through the 23rd in Louisville. Get in touch with Paul. Just an email away. Greenindustrypodcast at gmail.com. Comment on the show. Suggest topics. Ask questions. Speak your mind. Just an email away. Greenindustrypodcast at gmail.com. All right, we're going to get back to our interview with Stephen from New Jersey here. And I think what I'm going to do, just chatting with him has been firing me up so much. And as the host, one of the struggles that I have is letting my guests talk because for uh, about five years, I had a radio show in Atlanta and I was predominantly the only host. And so I wasn't used to, you know, sharing the microphone with somebody else. And now that I have this podcast, when I have a guest on the show, the manners and just the professionalism and, and just honor in general is to let the guests talk. And uh, as I do these interviews, I always, they'll say something that will stir me up and then I just want to do all the talking. And, uh, you know, I thank God for Marty, you know, sitting there just saying, hey, slow down, Paul. <laughs> you, you could do a whole solo episode when this one's over. So it takes a lot of self-control to pace myself. But he, Stephen's getting me so fired up that uh, I do want to do a solo episode of what I would have told the 19-year-old version of me. And uh, I look forward to making that because I don't want to overstep my boundaries. And I didn't, you know, with Stephen of, of just sitting him down for like five hours and be like, dude, 
do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. But I just, I have so much regret with my life because it's like I made so many poor uh, business decisions and, and life decisions at 19, 20, 21 years old that uh, I'm still paying the consequence now. And uh, we have, you know, cause and effect, you reap what you sow. And uh, when I see a 19 year old kid that saved $30,000 and that has a debt-free business that's, you know, bringing in revenue, I just like, dude, if you just follow this path, and just stay in your lane. I mean, this guy's life can be uh, just awesome and uh, abundant with blessings. And uh, I'm excited for him. So I'm cheering for him. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get back to my interview with Steve. And, and charge them a professional rate because they might see you as this 19-year-old kid and think, oh, we're going to we're gonna get this guy to go work for free all day. And, and you got to stand your ground and say, no, here's my rate. You got to be charging what the big boys are charging, the big companies you know, that are charging 60 bucks an hour per man or whatever their rate is up in New Jersey. You know, you got to, you got to figure out those prices and stick to them because you could have 35 customers or 60 customers, but if your price is too low, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to keep that employee and it could be in vain. So just really be a student of that market up there in New Jersey and make sure you're charging enough so you can afford that employee and, and, uh, you'll be off to the races, my guy. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's thankfully, Thankfully, what I, you know, what gives me a little bit of an advantage here is I, I have you know, most, most of the pieces of equipment that I need for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently actually just purchased a new truck, or not a new truck, but, you know, a new-to-me truck, new-used truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I plan on getting an enclosed trailer next year, you know, at the beginning of the season probably. Yeah. So, thankfully, I won't really have the, as many overhead costs that a lot of a lot of companies do take on, you know, and that's obviously their personal, you know, their personal you know, decision. But um, a lot of the time, I feel like some companies struggle to hire on other employees because they take it on so much overhead of, you know, you know, payment here, payment on this mower, payment on this trailer, payment on that truck, and it leaves you no room for employees. Yeah, well, no, it def- no. definitely debt. Growing a business debt free is the you know the wisest route because that income that comes in isn't tied up with payment. So you you know stay stay on that trajectory of of paying cash as you go and building it. We just had um, trifecta Alex Kirby on the show recently, and he's got I think seven trucks and trailers set up, and I think a team of like twelve employees. But his whole his whole career, they've, you know, just paid cash, bought it, paid cash, bought it. And, you know, there's no debt payments. It's everything's money in the bank and cash flowing. And so, yeah, that's, that's definitely the way to go. I'm just saying as a guy who's done this for 10 years and you're a 19 year old kid, you, you may think all your customers have your best interest in mind, but they can smell a 19 year old, like, oh, we're going to get a, we're going to, we're going to get this kid to pay us less than the company that's owned by a 60 year old man with, you know, overhead that knows he's got to charge more. So you just got to, you know, be confident and, and, and know what those other big companies are charging and charge equal or more than them. And uh, don't let these customers push you around because of your age. Um, that's my only, uh, not concern, but thing I would say to a 19 year old is you got to just don't, don't let people take advantage of you because you're 19. You're, you're a professional and uh, get out there and crush it, man. And I just think that uh, that was really smart that you worked in landscaping before you owned your own company because you, you learned how to execute, you know, I'm sure you became an expert at actually the execution of the services. You're, I mean, you can do it in your sleep, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it might be because we're quite a distance away from each other. 
Yeah. But, um, well, anyway, man, it's encouraging to see a 19-year-old kid that, that went out there and you learned the ropes of, of, you know, I'm sure your days doing landscaping before you owned your own company, you learned how to actually execute the service. So you, you're, you know, proficient and on top of actually doing the mowing, edging, blowing, you know what you're doing that. And now you're just polished those business skills and you're debt free. I mean, dude, if you live on less than you make and save your money, you're going to be a millionaire in no time. And you know what? And it's funny because I don't even think about it that way. It's just every day I wake up, you know, it's here's the list for the day that I made the night before. Execute the list of today, and then we go on to the next day. Yeah, I remember. You know, what, do you have you ever heard of Warren Buffett, the investor? Yep. <laughs> it's funny because his his situation that he shares was actually thirty thousand dollars. He talked about how people ask him how he became this mega billionaire, multi billionaire, and he said his first piece of advice was when he was, I think 19 or 20, right around your age, his um, head start was that he had accumulated $30,000. I think he was selling newspapers and he was just obsessed with saving money and not going into debt. And so he had this fresh start, this head start of $30,000 and he, you know, started investing, investing, investing. And now he's, you know, one of the wealthiest men. And depending on the year, sometimes he is the wealthiest you know, person in the United States. And he's in the, he's in the top of the charts year after year, but that was his, um, strength. Whereas most Americans start off with that pile of debt, you know, with not 30,000 net worth at 20 years old, but we get behind the ball with student loans and all these other payments. And, and it's like, it takes so long just to catch up and then you're behind the eight ball. And I think as a 19 year old kid, dude, with some money in the bank and a business to bring in income, you just keep staying, living below your means, saving your money, dude. You're going to be so wealthy if you keep this thing going. It's going to be awesome for your family, dude. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I can't wait to see what you guys have to bring, too. It's, it's one of those things where you think about, you're like, man, five years from now, I, I hope that, you know, I hope that I work myself hard enough to be in the position that I, I can, like, this vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, it's, it, it, it is very, you know what, and, and honestly, it is actually very humbling at the end of the day, you know, having, you know, because it is, it is how it is, you know, you're right. You really do have to, when you're starting a business, you really do have to live more your Um, And it's, and, and I, I think that does create a sense of humbleness, you know. Well, yeah, as, as a business owner, you need money to solve problems in your business. And a lot of these jokers on Instagram and, and in entrepreneurship, you know, they show off their private jets and all this, you know, fancy cars and this, this luxury lifestyle. But most of that is just, uh, you know, they rented the jet for a few hours or they, you know, whatever. It's just, it's so fake and it's so unrealistic. But as an actual lawn care landscape business owner, when you do have some wins, when you do have some success. I'm not saying don't enjoy that money. There's definitely a time and a place to, to enjoy the fruit of our labor, but we also need to keep a margin and, and, and invest and save and live frugally, live simply. And, uh, you know, at, at the right time, enjoy it. But, but a lot of these guys on Instagram, not in our industry, but just in general, Oh, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, look at my fancy car and my private jet and my luxurious lifestyle. And three years from now, they're going to be in a world of hurting. You know what I mean? Whereas you got the the real millionaires are the folks that are saving it and you don't, you don't see them flashing their lifestyle. You know what I mean? I just, I wish I could go back and be 19 years old, man. And, 
and start all over. So I'm, I'm living vicariously through your success. I, I think your future's bright, young man. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we, we talk about all the good, but we, we also, we don't really talk about the bad too much, you know. It's, there's, there's a lot of, you know, you know being, being young, there is a lot of negative to, 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 to being in the business. It's, it's almost like, you know, the other day, my, uh, my truck, you know, had an issue. And I was like, oh, no. And uh, it, it ended up, I, I brought it into the shop because it was a problem that I could not repair on my own, felt comfortable with, and it ended up, it ended up costing me two grand to get it mm-hmm. repaired. And it's, it's, it's one of those problems that, you know, if you really are young and you didn't go into the business with having, you know, the, the type of capital that I did, it, you, you, that might be a whole world of hurt for you right there. That might be what, you know, honestly makes you feel like your business is failing already. Yeah, and I was, and uh, go ahead. I remember, like, I remember paying the guy, and I'm just like, I can't believe I just had to dish out two thousand dollars to get my truck repaired. And but you know what? It's it's the way the business is when you're using your vehicle. You know, your mower, you know, everything's being used for work. Stuff's gonna break, and 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 that's that's why every every time I make, I think twice about before if I should I spend this or should I not. And, you know, luckily I, I haven't done much spending. So it, it left me a little bit of, you know, left me a little bit of room to have repairs done on this stuff if I need it. Yeah. Um, well, so. you pump me up, dude. And I would, I would live as frugally and simply as you can. I know 19 year old kids don't, don't understand how money works. Most 19 year old kids and they just, they get it and they blow it and they spend it and they go into debt. And if, if you can keep that big margin between what you make and what you spend and, live on less than you make and, and start making more and more and more and more, man, you're, you're, you're off to a great start. And uh, I'm cheering for you to, to keep going and make wise decisions as you grow this business. And, uh, I think you got a bright future, dude. Thanks. I appreciate it. Cool. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. Is there anything else you'd like yeah. to share with our audience? we got a lot of teenagers well, that listen to this show and, uh, well, I'd like uh, real quick, I'd like to say for, you know, any of the kids, you know, that are either my age or, you know, they're not kids, you know, young, young men, who are my age and, you know, are, are really thinking about, you know, pulling the trigger on, on going into their own business. Maybe they feel like they're dead-ended or, you know, they just really want this. If, you know, if, you, if you're really telling yourself, pull the trigger on it, do it. You know, it, it's really what's going to make you happy. Do it. You know, you don't need, you don't need the most expensive equipment in the world. You don't need the best equipment in the world. You could start out, you could start out with a push mower. You could start out with a walk behind something, something that just gets you into the business and gets your name out there. Because at the end of the day, a lawnmower is a lawnmower. You know, all of them have blades and a mower, you know, within a motor on it. They, you know, start it up and it cuts the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, at the end of the day, if you're really thinking about pulling the trigger on it and really want this, just do it. Awesome. Well, we you know, appreci- but at least take at least take the right right steps to starting though, and you know that comes with obviously a business plan. You know every you know all those you know all those things that you know you really got to you know discuss. You know you know probably whether you know if you're living with your parents, so you might want to discuss it you know with them before you go out and do it. You know. Yeah. Well, very very well said, Stephen. And uh, how can people get in touch with you on Instagram? What's your handle? And my producer will put your handle in the show notes. Uh, my, my, uh, my Instagram handle is, I believe that it's Stephen Brown Properties. Okay. Stephen Brown Properties. We'll put that in the uh, description of today's show notes. Thank you. 
Cool. Well, thanks for sharing your story, man. I'm cheering for you. I wish I'm 34 years old. I wish I could go back and be 19 again. I would have made so many different decisions and choices in my <laughs> life. But uh, I think if I could have go back and do it over again, you know, cranking out a lawn care company at uh, 19 years old, man, you, you got the sky's the limit. You could build this thing and sell it one day. You could just make a bunch of income from it and live on less than you make and invest it and become a multimillionaire over time. And uh, just keep, you know, keep making smart decisions. Be, do you have a girlfriend or a wife or anything? I have a girlfriend. Yep. All right. Well, you know, marry the right woman. Don't, don't, go running off, getting some girl pregnant and doing so, you know, that you're not married to your son. Just, there's so many ways you could screw this all up, but just make good decisions, young man. And uh, I'm cheering for you. Uh, thank you very much, Paul. I appreciate it. Cool, man. Well, thanks for, thanks for taking the time to share your story. And uh, we'll connect with you on the Instagram, Stephen Brown Properties. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, keep in touch. Well, there you go, folks. A 19-year-old kid that saved $30,000 that's out there running his lawn care landscaping business. That is encouragement to my soul. And uh, I'm going to definitely have an episode for you. It might be after I get back from tour. My schedule is just very, very full the next couple of days until we depart for our summer tour powered by Echo, uh, taking off this weekend to Mitchell Gordy's house. And uh, from there to Virginia, to Maryland, to Ohio, Michigan, Tennessee, and uh, back here in Georgia. But uh, at some point, I do want to kind of make an episode for the 19-year-old kids out there, what I would have done differently. And I love education. I, I'm constantly learning about business and technology and social media. And I mean, I'm, I'm constantly educating myself. But when I was in uh, high school, the kind of protocol was, well, you just go to college. And I was influenced by other people to go to a college. And I didn't understand how money works. So I went to a college that was expensive. And I was just aimlessly, you know, well, what's your major going to be? And I thought I wanted to be a hip hop star. So I'm like, oh, I'll do audio music production, which you know, in hindsight has helped my podcast because I was in the studio working with basically Adobe Edition before it was Adobe Edition. I think it was Cool Edit Pro or something like that. I don't even remember. But I thought I was going to be a rapper. Okay. I was 18 years old and <laughs> oh, Marty's over there laughing. Seriously, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a hip hop star. And I'm going to go on tour and everything. Now here I am, a podcaster going on tour, but a little bit different life direction. And I didn't need to spend all that money to just change my major then the next year to communication and then waste all this money uh, on an education that I never really used too much. Um, you know, if you're a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer, then education is very important because there's certain things that you have to, you know, tests you have to pass and credentials that you have to have to move forward in that career. But I didn't even know what I wanted my career to be. And so I just wasted money and got student loan debt and interest on all that. And so when I hear of a 19 year old kid that isn't going down that path, but is out there earning money and making money and producing money, uh, it's inspiring to me. And I'm not against education. If you want to be a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer, you, I mean, you, you, you have to get the education to excel in those careers. But what I love about lawn care and landscaping, I just saw Julio Tomei make a video of a, how to get a lawn care set up for under $1,000. Now that's not what you want long-term, but if you only have a thousand bucks or if you don't have a thousand bucks, you can go deliver pizzas for a month, get a thousand bucks, then go out and buy your equipment and you're in business after one month. And so I just love this industry because it's, it's a really low entry uh, to get in. It, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Like if you go and start a car wash, 
you know, those are $1.5 million, you know, just to buy the car wash. And then, it, you know, it takes several years to get that ROI, but here you can go cut that grass and make that cash immediately. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Smash that subscribe button for more uh, podcast and to stay up to date with our summer tour that we're about to go on. And uh, lastly, don't forget $5,000 summer giveaway. Actually, the giveaway is going to be in the fall, but you register in the summer for the $5,000 uh, giveaway at the GIE Plus Expo. And uh, that needs to be done by July 24th. We're going to put the link to the GIE Plus Expo registration in today's show notes. Click on that. Use the promo code Paul. And you'll save yourself 50% off. Thanks again to my guy, Caleb Allman, for sponsoring today's episode. If you want to become a professional hardscaper, check out his resources at the Hardscape Academy. And last but not least, my e-course is now available. Marty will put that link in today's show notes. And if you want to make sure that you're dotting your I's, you're crossing your T's, your business has the right path, it's on the right foundation, and you're not forgetting something, you're not making a mistake. I've done, uh, in, in just in the last few days, I've been doing coaching calls, and both of my co uh, people that I uh, talked to, they were basically mad that they didn't talk to me sooner because they had spent hundreds and one guy had spent thousands of dollars on naming his company and logo and marketing and, and they to realize he needs to change the name of his business and so just simple little things like that we cover what you should name your business and why how you should set your business up and why and all those basics are covered in this e-course and so it's good even if you're in your second or third or fourth year to go back and watch these videos and just make sure that you're doing things appropriately so in the long run your business is profitable and as successful as possible. All those links will be in today's show notes. Smash that subscribe button to stay in touch and we'll be back soon, folks.